Live, everybody. Welcome to Divi Chat. This week's Divi Chat. And hey, everybody. I, don't have to mute. <laughs> I thought I thought I had did need to mute something, but the good news is I don't have to mute anything anymore right now uh, because of the way we're streaming. If you're watching us on Facebook for the first time, we're trying out some new things. We're streaming to Facebook and YouTube simultaneously, and we're going to start doing that going forward. Look at us go. So, Look at us go. I think we're episode 159. Today, we're going to talk about how to get the most out of the Divi theme builder, which is one of Divi's best features, in my opinion. So before we dive off into today's topic, let's meet these awesome people. Who wants to go first? Sarah, you're you're awake. You're you're the first one awake. So which is I'm awake. I didn't think I was going to be here today. Um, Daylight savings has kicked my butt this week, but I am awake. It's a modern miracle. I may yawn. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. I'm Sarah Oates. From- oh, I can hear myself through someone's computer. <laughs> It's not mine. I'm sorry. I wanted to have everything. I'm trying to multitask. I apologize. <laughs> Till I get it muted, you may hear your voices. As you're David, maybe Santa Claus will get you a pair of headphones this year. Oh, yeah. man. I could put these on. <laughs> you are a dadgum genius. Santa Claus. Yeah. My, my, my grandpa used to, to say, yeah, Santa Claus. Santa Claus Santa is going to bring you presents well, this year. Tim, since you're on the bottom row to me, you're going second. Hi, Tim. Sorry, hey, everybody. <laughs> Tim Streifler here. Uh, and you can find me online at divilife.com where all my Divi plugins, <clears throat> child themes, and tutorials are. WPGears.com where I have a uh, Divi business expert course along with my good friend, David. I don't know where you are in the actual feed but he's i'm right above you on youtube so there we go and facebook yeah there we go and then uh yeah you can find me on uh, timstrifler.com where uh, my client services are uh super stoked for this topic um we're getting back to some like very divvy specific topics here on divvy chat so that's always a good thing um yeah i'm not gonna keep on talking so (laughs) awesome (laughs) Hey, Steph. <laughs> Hi, David. I am super happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about this too. It's so easy to get sucked into all the like weird and crazy and horrible and depressing things going on and everything's different and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Let's just, uh, let's divvy it up today. Talk about the theme builder. And um, my name is Stephanie Hudson, for those of you who don't know, and I run Focus WP, which is a white label WordPress maintenance company, because y'all know you hate updating your websites anyways. David, put your headphones on. <laughs> it won't happen again. They're both officially muted. <laughs> next week, next week, I'll have the headphones on, I promise. So All right. I'm ready. Done? Let's do this. Yeah, sure. Oh, I didn't say my website, which is focuswp.co. Awesome, awesome. Well, I have all of the chat windows open. I know we can do this a whole lot simpler, but for, to be honest and full transparency, I didn't remember until the very last minute that we could 
live stream to all the devices through um, Zoom. So we're going to start doing that. My name is David Blackman. I am the co-founder and CEO of Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space. And my good buddy down below me, at least on YouTube, I don't know about Facebook, but Ken Strifler, mm -hmm. my partner, WP Gears, where we do some courses and stuff. Um, yeah, WPGears.com. So enough about me. Oh, man, even SJ is watching us. Hey, what? SJ. See what happens? Because uh, we went live, live in all the places. That's right. We're super excited to start talking about the Divi theme builder. You know, obviously it rolled out latter part of last year. It's been in the Divi theme for a little while now. And uh, it's a pretty powerful feature. And I have a list of things that, you know, I think are really awesome things that you can do to get the most out of it. And I'm sure Tim and Stephanie and, and uh, Sarah do as well. So where do we want to get started? I can. Uh, I'm going to probably take it. away y'all's ideas. I'm just letting y'all know right now. I'm, I'm probably going to nope. get it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I can define the theme builder for those who don't know. That would be awesome. So trying to figure out the best way to say this without going too far back. But um, basically, the theme builder unleashes, it's a good word, unleashes the power Whoa. of Divi uh, to areas of your site that previously you had to either use a custom plugin to edit or customize PHP template files. And so since Divi came out from the beginning, we've been able to uh, control the content area with Divi's powerful drag and drop builder. And then now that the theme builder is out, we can create custom headers using Divi. We can create custom footers using Divi. We can create custom page template files. Uh, so for example, a custom product page for a WooCommerce store um, or a custom blog archive page. And so we're going to kind of unpack that and, and talk a little bit about those different types of pages that you can now create uh, different template pages. But basically it makes Divi a lot more powerful. Um, and one, one thing I do want to say though, is using the theme builder is, I would say, while it's very easy to use and user-friendly, it is, I'd say kind of more intermediate level. Um, and so if it's overwhelming, like that's okay. You don't have to use it. Um, however, we're going to try to make it easy, talk about it. Um, and there's lots of content. You can, elegantthemes.com. If you just type in theme builder into the search, you'll find a lot of their articles that show a lot of uh, different use cases for the theme builder. And so that can kind of help you visualize how it all works and how to wrap your head around it. But, um, but yeah, it's a very powerful feature. <laughs> I just realized Stephanie's background. <laughs> that is request. freaking awesome. I did. I made so, it myself. I put the masks on the friends. <laughs> Oh my nice. God, that is, that is so funny. I am loving it. See what you guys miss out it. on when you don't come to the, you're out stream. on the balcony though, Stephanie. I know it's chilly. Out social, here. socially distanced by the friends. I know they kicked me out. Is, um, so let me just do a quick mic check. Joan says that I was kind of low. Let me know in the chat. It sounds better if now. You guys can hear me. Okay. Yeah. I adjusted some settings and stuff. So. Oh yeah, better. So, awesome. um, if I, I've got a couple things that I absolutely love the theme builder for, and a couple things that frustrate me about it, and maybe, maybe I'll get some good tips from you guys too to help clear that up. But um, one of the things that is my like 
I am super glad. And I, some of the things I use it for, most of them are not very advanced either. I don't, I wouldn't call myself like an advanced theme builder user, but, um, I got to turn this background off. I can't sit looking at myself with it. It's so goofy, but, um, so the, that like my number one thing is the archive pages for a blog. I love being able to go in and set up your category pages, your author pages, date pages, search pages, all of those you can customize without having to go into this PHP files, which I can't believe is like how we, or you had to like buy mm -hmm. a separate plugin or something like that. Like to be able to go and do that is amazing. And so the, as a use case for those who don't, haven't used it before, yeah, you can go the into theme builder and you can choose which you, you can set up multiple little themes or templates in the theme builder and you can assign them to either specific pages or posts or certain types of pages. So you could set it to like, for example, your category pages. So anytime someone clicks on one of the categories in your blog, it would then you could have a header that says, Hey, these are all our posts about, and then you can use dynamic content, which is so rad that I, it's like the dynamic content blows my mind. I only know how to use it for like really simple things, but like that is dead simple and it works so good. So here's all our posts about category, and then it can show, you can have it show the posts in whatever kind of order you want, and it'll just automatically do it. Um, so have you guys used it for that? Like that's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, absolutely. Archive pages are huge. That's that was. And such they a are pain, they were the but... biggest pain in the butt before. So yeah. it's like and it's yeah. so well, it's, simple. It's now. a lot. It's archive pages, four hundred four pages, any pages that you had to go in and edit PHP templates before yeah. in order yeah. to. You can now use the Divi Theme Builder, which is huge. Tim, I want to have a question for you because I apologize. I didn't hear the whole defining term. Did you touch on conditional logic? That 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 is basically what this is. Is just it it is incredibly awesome conditional logic, which allows you to pick and choose what you're doing and stuff. So right, yeah, no, I did not touch on that. Uh, do you want me to explain, or do you want to explain it? I can because it kind of dovetails into some of the stuff that I'm, I'm going to talk about as far as tips and stuff. I think, I don't know that it's important or not, but you know, the Divi theme builder uses conditional logic. That's how it's able to pick and choose which pages are used where and when, and that's huge. And what our team has found out is that the conditional logic is as the young kids would say these days on point. It works, <laughs> it works freaking great. It really does. I don't think we it can works say awesome. that anymore. You well, mean the conditional hey. logic is lit? Yeah, there it's you go. lit. I think that's what you meant. Thank you. It's freaking lit. Um, so I kind of have a, a list of you know things that 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 I have as well that we can talk about and some of our favorite features that our team I had our team aggregate some of the things that they really like the most. Uh, but I'll use an example for the conditional logic aspect, which is like you can have a different header for every page of your website if you want to. Stephanie was kind of talking about just archive pages with blogs, but you can design an entire, you know, unique custom header for a specific page if you want to and set that to show only on this page. You know, you can have your website designed and then a specific header or, you know, use Stephanie's example of the archive page. That's huge. You know, yeah. from the marketing 
perspective of, of what you can do from a marketing standpoint for your business is huge. Yeah. You know, to, to sell, you know, to, you know, cater to the audience that's coming to your website for possibly different things is, is really big in my mind. I'm, I'm, yeah. all, I'm always thinking marketing and business. So, yeah. And, and on that note too, different headers, you can, for example, for like membership sites, whether that's like a, a, uh, online, uh, learning platform, uh, for an online course, you know, you can have a header that only shows up to people when they're, uh, logged into the, the membership side of the site where only those pages are relevant to people that have purchased a course. So why would you want to show them to everybody? Um, and then, you know, for, or for an online store, having the, the customer dashboard, having special um, stuff there just for, for, the, for that too. So yeah, there's so many different examples for having different headers, different types of content. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what's one, what's one of y'all's, you know, great features of the Divi theme that, builder that you like? Well, there's something I wanted to say about the header thing that, okay. I correct me if I'm wrong on this, because this is what I've played with too. The trouble with the header is when you set a header for any page, it disables the standard menu header that you've set in the customizer. So if you think that you're just going to add something in addition to the main menu, it doesn't work. You would have to recreate it. And there aren't the same modules available to recreate your header yeah, if you, you know it doesn't do the same menu any things. page you're gonna have to do it as a standard so yeah um you're gonna have to um you can't just do it say for like the blog or whatever you're gonna have if you choose to do that you are choosing to make a standard one and then make modifications after that yeah and that's okay that's exactly but right. that's one of the things where it's like so that sometimes end yeah, up and i would say that work. is the biggest complaint by most people mm -hmm. is the fact that the you can't even do the same navigation like there's not even the same options for navigation right. there's some of them but there's not all of them so they're, they're really lacking in that department which is what i said last time we talked about this and they still haven't fixed it but we did hear in from um the guys who make mm, header is it mm, header Anyway, they have some good stuff. I thought you were trying to remember it. No, no, no. It's like MMM. <laughs> I know. Header. Anyway, um, those guys, they've got um, some good custom stuff that you can use. I haven't actually tried it out with the um, DV Builder, so I don't know how it actually works with the Builder, but um, they do have like a lot of custom stuff specifically for the header. So that might be worth checking out. Um, yeah, to, to your point, Stephanie, it is like, if you either have to do all custom or all default, uh, you, you can't like add to it. And so that makes like, for example, when Divi 4.0 came out, people were asking me if, oh, does that make Divi bars obsolete? Cause Divi bars adds promo bars either to the top yeah. or bottom. And no, cause not only can you not dismiss them if you had a banner in the theme builder, but also yeah. you can you can choose exactly what pages you want that on to be and without having to do a whole theme builder header and, and stuff like and that. It and it goes above. It goes like, above, exactly. It's not and, part of the header. And then right. on with with uh, David and, and his team with Divi Space, they have a, a, a plugin called Page Builder Everywhere, which uh, again, it doesn't, the theme builder doesn't make that plugin obsolete because Page Builder Everywhere lets you add 
you know, content below or above without having to do a whole custom theme builder header. And so, um, so yeah, so I would say that's definitely one of the downsides. It's like, once you commit to the theme builder, you're kind of all in type of thing. You do. However, having said that for people who've never used it before, um, you can just use the footer or you can just use the content on just archive pages. So um, you can choose to use, but what we're saying is if you choose to use a footer, you're choosing to use the footer and remove the normal the footer. If you're choosing footer, to yeah. use the header, you're choosing to remove the header. And, so just keep the, that in mind and you will need the base version and then you can do the custom versions for other pages. But you can choose to not use the footer and just use the standard one and only customize the header. Or you can choose to just, which is what I do on a lot of sites, is I just customize the footer and then do but you can do the content obviously for the archive pages and 404 pages without having to do like a standard content page because that wouldn't make any sense so and when it does the footer the it even takes off the bottom bar where like the copyright yeah, bar kind of like that stuff is perfect and that then means so for those people who trying to who've been trying to work out how to like um, do simple things in their footer it saves you adding another plugin so a lot of people use aspen footer um you know, when they were first getting going and that was great. And then Page Builder Everywhere came along and people started using that. This may save you from having to use a plugin, but it's not saying that there aren't still use cases for some of those plugins. I did have a question for David, which I'll ask him when he comes back, which is what I'm not sure about is can you use, say, can you use the Divi Builder and Page Builder Everywhere at the same time? So could you have a custom header and then use Page Builder Everywhere to like insert stuff below the header? I don't know the answer to that. So we'll have yeah. to find that out, but there I, is still use cases for both. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised if David knew he'd probably, yeah. like, I don't know, ask my team. <laughs> I know what I was but thinking. My, yeah. my guess is, is probably yes, because of the way that yeah. it does it, it, it hooks into a, um, a function page builder, uh, everywhere hooks into the, these certain functions that, you know, above content, below content, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. I imagine it would still work perfect. So we think so, but we're not guaranteeing. But not guaranteeing. It's still, it may mean like for some simple sites, it has meant I could remove plugins and that's fabulous. Like that's one of the best parts about it is that it's all inbuilt into Divi. You've already got it built in and on the simplest use case, you're going to change out the footer to whatever you want that to be. Um, even if you're just doing the one standard footer that goes across your whole entire site, it means you like, remember the days when we used to have to use global elements for the footer and we used to have mm-hmm. like a global element and then you are like, saying to your client, please don't touch this global element because it's going to change everything everywhere. Like all of a sudden now it's just hidden in this nice little hidden spot. So even if you're just doing that and then you're doing your 404 page, say you don't have a blog, so you don't need archive pages and all those things. Use case at a very smallest level would be a standard footer and a 404 content page and that's it. And Mm -hmm. you could be like good to go. But even just those two things are going to save you hours and hours and hours of time and they're going to save you an extra plugin. Which is the 404 great. one is so it's so easy yeah. too. you just go down to the pages like specific pages 404 is just an option. Yeah, uh, I want to I'm going to throw in a little plug that was kind of one of my one of my tips was the 404 pages. I will add in here that we have if you don't have or you need 404 pages, <clears throat> there's some amazing designs out there that are freaking hysterical. They are. We've I put a bunch of custom cool 404 pages for free that you can download in WP Layouts. So, nice. You know, go awesome. grab one of them. There, some of them are funny as all get out. So, 
Hey, thanks, Alex. Yeah. Well, one, I guess, gripe, I should say, not really a gripe, but it's just a reality of using a page builder for a header is that it can be a little bit tricky to, to build a really nice header yeah. with the page builder and the controls yep. are, are pretty limited with um, like the menu module and, and stuff like that. And so even though you do have now have the power to add any of Divi's modules inside of the header and do some, you know, all of the design tools and uh, drop shadows and animations and stuff like that, it's, it can be tricky and there definitely is a learning curve. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to do a shameless. I wish app. like with the pay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead with your plug. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, at Black Friday for that reason, I like uh, my team created a bunch of header layouts templates that were like had custom CSS and everything. So they looked really unique and stuff um, because it is so hard to go and just design a header and stuff. It's like, oh, it yeah. sounds easy because it's a page builder. But when you have page builder that's meant for a page kind of condensed down into a you know a small horizontal area it's it's a little bit, bit yeah. tricky and so we created the headers um and they were such a big hit that we're actually going to release them as a individual product and 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 everything because um yeah so that's my so you're saying plug. quick go do download them before you start selling them for a lot of money well, they're not free because they were a bonus oh, on Black Friday. So currently they're only available in my All Access Pass membership, but soon All they'll right. be available for individual purchase. But but yeah. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. What's the thing? Oh, so here's another, um, this is another little caution, cautionary one that I ran into. So let's say you're going to um, style your blog posts, which is another super useful thing, especially if you have clients that have access to their blog, like if they're doing their own blog posting, because then they they don't have to fuss with Divi or anything. They can just go in and put the content right in there and using the theme builder and dynamic content, you can make it look really awesome. Like it's super cool, uh, except, so I have uh, an assistant who does some, I have some clients that do, you know, I built a theme builder section for their blog. And then because my assistant was doing it, she was using the Divi Builder. Well, then you end up with this like nested complicated situation because it's basically like Divi within Divi. So there was some there was some issues. Have you guys run into this? So it was like because the row in Divi is defaults to 80%, then the row inside that was only an 80% of the 80%. So it right. was like we it took us a while to figure out like why is this shrunken content? So for the most part, that's the other thing. That's like another sort of caveat is that if you're going to be using the Divi theme builder, or you want to just post. stick to Gutenberg or straight up classic Divi editor. classic editor for the content that goes into those sections. Okay, so, so that actually answers a question I've had and I just didn't take the time to test it because I was I thought I expected the behavior to be if you turned on, so for blog posts, for example, and you're using the theme builder for a blog post template, I kind of expected that if you would turn on the Divi Builder for an individual post, it would override what you created in the theme builder. But what you're saying is, is it, is it puts Divi inside of the Divi? Inside it, which is what Page Builder Everywhere does. So um, it's like, it's essential. And we did have the same problem with Page Builder Everywhere. So when we were making um, custom stuff, because you can put Page Builder Everywhere inside, like, so you can make a layout and put it inside like a, um, 
like a tab or like inside a slider or an accordion or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You can put it inside, which is awesome, but we had the same padding issues. So you essentially, if you're going to do that, you just need to teach whoever's doing it or make a custom module that they just load up the saved custom module. If they really want to use the Divi builder for a blog post, then you make up a custom layout for them that already has all the space um, taken out of it. And so you can kind of, you force it to be full width, for example. So if you make that row full width, it will um, get rid of that 20% on the side. So there's ways to get around it, but you might want to make that you make it up for your client. And so then, which is what we've been doing to date, right? Because we've made up these nice little layouts. So we've made a saved layout and then they just load that layout, change out the content and then, you know, whatever. I still think it's simpler, like you're saying, to not use the DB Builder in that case, but it is possible. So, you you know, you just might need to do some work and make everything full width as the major thing. Awesome. I think we should touch on dynamic content and kind of explain that. I was just thinking that, yeah. Because that's one of those things that if it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. And I know for me, when I first got into WordPress, even way before page builders, like the concept of dynamic content and templates and stuff, it can kind of make your head explode. A little totally. Bit. And so uh, I'll give a quick definition and this is definitely by no means a definition, but uh, for dynamic content. <laughs> I'll give a quick definition, which is by no means a definition. <laughs> oh, I, sorry, I got ahead of myself. Is, no, is by no means gonna be a perfect definition. So you guys feel free to <laughs> fill in the gaps for me. That's what I meant to say. Um, uh, if you think of a static page, you know, creating your homepage on Divi, the text that you put there is the text that shows up. If you put like, this is my homepage, that's what you're going to see. But when it comes to dynamic content, you're able to say, don't put this actual text that I'm writing. Instead, pull in text from somewhere else. So for example, uh, like Stephanie's um, example, creating a, a custom archive pages, she used dynamic content for the title and said, this is our, uh, this is our blog post about blank and then it pulled in the category title the category title being the dynamic content so then when that whichever post you're on so it's one layout but if you clicked on a post about uh let's see what's a what's a thing we could even talk about like uh i have a lawn care guy like a lawn guy so it could be like water features if you click on that then it would say the same layout would show these are our posts about water features and another one would be like these are our things about uh I can't think of any other things all of a sudden, like outdoor kitchens and like that. So it would show whatever your category is for that, for the specific thing that somebody clicked on. That's awesome. Yeah. I think so the, I made it worse. No, Sorry. no, no. That was great. So the, <laughs> so the template would dynamically pull in the category title based off of what uh, category the post they're on. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's like a super basic example, but as you can imagine, you can get really creative pulling in different uh, pieces of dynamic content. And Divi lets you pull in like um, site title, like basic stuff that's like in your website. Um, I can't remember. You can like pull in like the date and stuff too, right? I mean, essentially oh, yeah. like yeah. A, a simple example that people would have used probably lots of times would be in a blog post in the Divi Builder if you've used next post or last post. And then it dynamically brings in the name of the mm -hmm. next post. Yeah. So that's Perfect. like a version that we've all been using for years, except now you can use it at more of a global level. So same thing goes, like if you go into a blog post and you make a blog layout, 
you can have dynamic things like the next post or posts in these so in the same category and so then you can dynamically kind of at the bottom say like posts other posts you might like and they'll that it just brings in the ones of the category of the page that you're on so you can start getting really smart with that but one thing to note that i made the error when i first tried to use it was when all this stuff came along i tried to use it in the normal divi builder so i went to a page and i was like okay i'm going to make a layout and then i'll save it and then i'll put it in the divi builder just keep in mind you have to do the dynamically dynamic content inside the divi build the the divi theme builder you can't do it on a normal page because it wouldn't work and it would like crash things. So they're smart enough to have removed it from the regular pages. So you actually have to do it in the theme builder and that's when it will show up. Cause I was like, where is it? Like, I can't find it, but you have to be in there. And then the second thing is if you are like making say a footer or something like this, and then you want to go see, is it working? How's it going? And you save it and you go and look and you're like, it's not changing. What's going on? You have to double save the first time you do it. So you have to yes, save the save so and close the save. It. So you have to close the little X up the top, the purple bar, close the X and then save the whole theme builder. Then it will go onto your website. Once you've done that the first time, you don't have to double save. But just like these were the two things that caught me out the first time I tried to use it huh? and they were very confusing and I felt very stupid. And then I finally realized and now I understand both of them make a lot of sense, like because they're fundamentally changing a lot of things that you need to actually save it more globally the first time. That makes sense, but it might catch you out. Yeah. And I think for me, I, I went, I didn't know about the double save. And so I think I went and flushed the Divi cache in. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that also does it because I think maybe when you're doing double oh. save, it'll flush cache oh, or something. Oh, right. But right. yeah, that's a really good. I was like, I was like clearing my browser cache and I was like trying to clear all these things. I was like, I don't understand. And every now and then it catches me out again. And I'm like, oh, I haven't double saved. <laughs> but yeah, dynamic content and templates. Sorry, David. Uh, uh -huh. Those two go together. So like Sarah said, you can't yes. really have dynamic content unless you're pulling it in and placing it on a template. Um, so think of those two going together. And I haven't, um, I haven't played around with Woo, but is Woo set up yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, like, and then one. Oh, go ahead. I was going to. No, no, there you go. Uh, You've been waiting. Well, it's David's turn, and, and everybody. For, for the, on the Woo thing, one of the things that, you know, that I learned because I went and watched some YouTube videos on the Divi theme builder before we came. <laughs> You know, so I could sound super smart like everybody. Um, but one of the things that features that I thought was really cool about the Divi theme builder is, you know, when you activate plugins like WooCommerce, it pulls in pages, product pages, all of that stuff into the Divi theme builder. Once you activate specific plugins, LMS plugins, it pulls them into the Divi theme builder and stuff and allows huge you to for stuff like that and set all of that stuff. Well, that's huge because again, you had to, you know, do WooCommerce, you know, edit PHP templates before and template files yeah. that, I mean, if you weren't a programmer, you were screwed. So, you know, does it just automatically actually, pull everyone in or is it, they've just got like a subset of ones that they've customized? Well, I saw what it's I saw doing. Where they yeah, I saw where they, had two, where they had two, where they had WooCommerce pages and product pages, 
a couple of different things. So yeah. So what it's doing it is it's, in it's pulling in custom post types. So if you, so like an LMS plugin is going to use custom post type, WooCommerce products as a custom post type. So technically it would pull in like Divi overlays, mm -hmm. for example. Oh, yeah. Like not that you would ever use it for that, but like technically it's just going to pull in every custom post type. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm but that's certain. a good thing because it means if you create your own custom post type, it will put that, pull that in too, which is super useful because like often we're creating custom post types for our clients. So it means yeah. you're not going to have to do something special once you make a custom post type. It's just going to allow you to then go and make some custom layout. That's cool. Yes like and that. no. I mean, yeah, like, yes, no. you're definitely right. <laughs> but what, what I was about to say is, is, so WooCommerce, for example, they made specific modules. Right. So for example, when you're creating a template for a product page template uh, in the theme builder, they have the WooCommerce module. So you can say, okay, this is where nice. I want the, the, uh, the, the buy button to be, or the add to cart button. This is yeah. where I want the price. This is where I want the product title. This Which is, is what we've all reviews. been waiting for. Yeah. And that's super powerful. But if you do a different custom post type, because WooCommerce is the only one that they've added these specific modules right. for. Yeah. Um, that was essentially my question. Yeah. So like if say, for example, you have a, a custom, custom post type for like team members, for example, um, yeah. and you can create a template. However, like if you wanted specific data, um, you would have to use something like advanced custom fields and, and Keegan uh, Lanier mentioned it uh, using uh, advanced custom fields plugin. I mentioned it in the chat where you can basically pair that with a uh, custom post type or, or any post type along with the theme builder in order to get the data. So for example, say you have that team member, you have the team member's name. Okay, well, that's a post title, but then you might have um, a team member uh, I don't know, like specialty, like what do they specialize in? Okay, well, you can add that field with advanced custom fields and then put um, using a short code for advanced custom fields, put that in the template. So then the template will then display, okay, here's their name, here's their bio, here's their specialty using advanced custom fields. And so you can kind of arrange it. And so yeah, that's it kind of awesome. does what, what Elegant Themes is doing with the WooCommerce modules, but in your own kind of more custom way. Um, so, so I mean, that's that awesome, up, right? Like, again, that's saving you, well, I guess you're using another plugin for the custom post types, but it's making it super simple for your clients. And because sometimes people have made a plugin, say for like, like people or whatever, someone's made a plugin, that's great, but it doesn't always look the way you want it to look. So this would allow you to do it exactly how you want to do it, which is great. I guess the one question would then be when it comes to the archive pages, what information it's able to bring in, but that's probably another question for another day. All right. But that's I my wanna, only thought is the archive pages of those specific use cases. I want to give a, a example of something that our team likes, for example, and maybe you guys can dive into it more or maybe not. Maybe it's just that simple. Um, uh, you can build completely different headers based on the device, desktop, mobile, tablet, using visibility settings. So that is one of the things that Ooh, they gave to me Tim that says. Do with the the Divi theme builder, you know. So you're that you're combining awesome, the theme right? builder with the existing visibility settings. Yeah. Yeah, with the existing visibility settings. Because as soon as yeah, you started yeah, saying that, great. I was like, no, the theme builder doesn't let you apply it to just different devices, which is true, but using yeah, visibility, yeah. boom. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. See? But it's the David, same you're as a like dadgum genius. I'm a dadgum genius. So you're basically <laughs> talking about the thing like sometimes on a mobile in the header, you would hide a button, for example. Like you might have a button 
like you might make a custom layout and it might have a few buttons and then you on mobile you just want to hide those and you just stick them in the menu for example um that would be a use case for that where you can hide those buttons and then maybe um even you could even choose to display a whole different menu potentially yeah i think maybe i don't know if this is what they did with divi space for example but when you look at divi space on mobile and desktop it's different and um the header is different you know so for example our background image on our header on divi.space you know we've got our little illustration guy and he's all laying down full out like he's laying on a couch with his remote well that doesn't go over well and with the menus and the buttons and all the stuff on mobile because people are looking on their phone typically like this not like this and when they pull it up you know all of a sudden you'll notice now when you go look at it that it's totally different he's sitting yeah up, so you could do that through just changing the background image yeah. in yeah. visibility yeah and like i said i don't know if they did it like that but it's kind of a quick example yeah. that you may be able to see <clears throat> nice yeah i'm looking at that right now yeah, I think a lot of people used to use like really like big workarounds, not for the header necessarily, but for right. images in general. I think that function is probably underutilized and could be utilized a lot more in general in Divi, which is just the fact that, you know, often we have like a big landscape image on like a homepage, for example, and then on a mobile, that image is never going to work. And so you need to have like a, say, a portrait image. And in the past, what we did was we put like a really massive square image so that it managed to like, you know, work itself out. And now what you can do is just have the correct image for that version and the correct image for that version. And that is a much smarter way to go around it. Um, and now you can do that in the actual navigation area, which is great. Boom. I have, have some you... more lists over here. I have no idea how to dive into them, but I can list them off if Just you want. Just drop them on us. Uh, Let's go. They say that building transparent headers is much easier with the Divi theme builder now. Don't know what that means, but Again, <laughs> I'm not building websites daily, so I'm kind of, oh, some of this stuff is lost on me, and I'm just going to be 100% transparent. But these are things that they say. You're going to be as transparent as a theme builder header. Boom. <laughs> Wait, David, what, what did you say? Uh, they said that building transparent headers are much easier. Don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, because you have... Uh, the power of the entire Divi builder and all the design tools, something that used to, you know, have multiple steps, you can just go into the section background for the header and then uh, change it to transparent um, or add a gradient or, you know, do whatever you want to do, add a drop shadow. And, and so not only do you have all of Divi's modules in the header, but now you have all the, the design settings too. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, Tim. That's a great point, Thanks David. Thanks for clearing that up. Hey, <laughs> no problem, bro. No problem. Teamwork, Divi chat, teamwork. <laughs> what else All you right, got? Here's the next one. Uh, Sarah's said, like, uh, I'm over build, it. Keep going. So, yeah. I like this I'm one. Uh, build a newsletter form on the single post page. So, building a newsletter form on the single post page. So, awesome. yeah, yeah. I, 
you know, if you want signups and stuff like that, I would imagine. Yeah. And I mean, that would like those kind of things are perfect use case where you're wanting to um, really target like signups for different things. You can add those to footers, for example. So you could have it on, but you don't want it on footers of every single type of page on your website. I think customizing the footer, particularly on different pages, is really powerful. As a really simple example of having your major footer that you have across kind of all of the pages, but then on some of the pages, you might have a testimonial sitting above it, or on some pages, you might have like a sign up form, or on some pages, you might have the footer and a testimonial and a sign up form and Mm -hmm. a whatever. And you could have multiple, you could have like half a page worth of stuff that all sits on particular pages, and that's super useful. And so you would build that in the footer or in the, yeah. bo- I almost wish they would have like the, um, like those injector ones have where it's like yeah. before header, after header, pre-content, post-content, like yeah. sections page like that. Has that. Yeah. yeah. But okay. at the moment you can just build it into the footer and it still works perfectly. Like uh, I think building into the footer is the simplest way of going around that because you're not marking around with the content section. You really don't want to muck around with the content section unless it's something that you know how to muck around with. And I think that's where people will get themselves stuck is the content section but mucking around with the footer you can make it as tall as you want to so you can just keep on adding stuff so the way you're describing sarah is basically the equivalent of like after content right yeah yeah that's awesome i like that yeah except you just happen so you can put your comments in there for example so that's where i would custom potentially customize putting comments i would put them in the footer above my actual footer just as a way of if I didn't want to muck around with the content section, but I want to like, I don't know. I, that's probably a bad example because then you'd have to actually hide the comments, but you kind of know what I mean. Yeah. So that's if you awesome. did want to do the body, you would basically just, yes. what could you do? Just do dynamic content to just show the body, like whatever yeah. is you in the body technically of the page or post. The actual page, but you'd have the same issue that you were talking about earlier which is the only if you use issue. the theme builder, only if you use the theme builder, if you just yeah, use classic like, editor, yeah. but I, right. So that's, that's one of my issues is if you want to have, um, you know, better control over images and stuff, although you, I mean, it might make a good use case for Gutenberg really. Yeah. Because it would pull all of the Gutenberg content Can you without have... that conflict. Right. I don't know what if do you, you can mean? use what was can the question Gutenberg I was reading in the chat? At the same time? Uh, can you, you oh, yeah. could use Gutenberg for your okay. post. Yeah, right. If you okay. use the theme builder, right? Okay. And then just that yeah. would just be the body. But then you can have a little bit more control over placement of things like images or other yeah. cool things. Like you, you even blocks. the old school like layout thing, it's not that bad. I've had to use it lately for a couple of things for some clients and it's really Dude, your not image that wrap bad. You can have the text wrap around your image. Yeah, and stuff. like you can do <laughs> Wait, a lot talking with about it. Classic editor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're talking about oh, classic. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm, I'm classic surprised editor all the by way. How much you can posts. do. <laughs> yeah. I I hate it. I want to control it. I want to put things where I want them. I want more images in the middle and I want to use like blurbs and I want to have things move a little yeah. bit and all that stuff. Yeah. I've yeah, never for that kind of stuff. I agree. I like using Divi, but I've never used Gutenberg on a real site, and I'm, I'm not anti Gutenberg. No, I, I just ha- really haven't. Yeah, yeah, um, I haven't either. Tim, your microphone is so crisp and clear right now. 
the, this camera lens wants to focus. It thinks this is my face. So I'm just going to do this. <laughs> it says Tim is not interesting enough. We must uh, Look at this make awesome. the microphone. It's like sparkly. So. It is sparkly. Oh. There you go, there you, there you are. Go. Talk. Let's see if we can hear you. Well, you can hear me now, right? Well, go up, put it back. Can you hear me now? Up. Can Let's you hear me now? Put it back up and talk, bro. Can you hear me now? You got me yawning. Let's move oh, on. So, okay. So, all right. So let's talk some more, like this dynamic content stuff. So let's say you're going to set up, for example, your blog posts. So you can do really cool things with grabbing the, uh, like the post title, mm -hmm. the all of the meta stuff you can control. Yep. You can do really fun things with the featured image too. So all of the things that are not in the body of the post, like you can grab all of those other elements, like anything that you're setting in the sidebar, basically, like all the categories, the featured image, the automatic stuff, like the date, auth the author, all of that stuff, you can really have tons of creative control over as far as like where you're putting it, how you're displaying it, sizes, movement, yeah. all of Animations, those things. Drop yeah. shadows. So an example of that, that could be fun is you could have like, you know how normally you had to make the meta all kind of the same, like your control was the meta. Whereas mm -hmm. now what you can do is right. you that could was have, one thing. Yeah. you could have like meta for the author and meta for the category and make them in different colors and different sizes and different fonts. And you know, you can be a little bit more creative. Yeah. Which I think it's... is, is handy. And probably the blog post is the place to start. If people are wanting to muck around with, um, that kind of stuff like that's where you're going to have the most fun of course do your archive pages and your um right category page, pages yeah four yeah four page. yeah but oh, realistically tough. like the stuff that's going to make the biggest difference is probably elegant post. elegant themes has some very <laughs> cool use cases on their site yeah of doing a post layout even um even i think before the theme builder really they were just using some dynamic content but now you could sort of take that even farther yeah. with the theme builder and how they have the scroll things, you know? So as you scroll down the page, stuff comes into focus and, you know, like they have some really slick examples um, that, you know, some people might think go a little far with the, yeah. all the bells and whistles, but <laughs> I think like, all the animation really, often goes a bit far. It does, but it, it at least showcases what's possible, what's possible so that yeah. you can and take it goal. and yeah. Yeah, oh man, yeah, nice. something else I was gonna talk about and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, David, this is an idea that I thought would be right up your alley because all oh. of this is so new and I don't think there's, I mean, I think people use it, but this has not like gone super widespread. I don't feel like, do you theme builder stuff? Like, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but if you wanted to start making theme builder layouts, this could be a potential way to you know give them you know give them away for free for certain people start charging mm. you know sell them for five or ten bucks even 20 bucks something like that well, that could be a nice plugging little... just before with, oh that's yeah true. with yeah, headers but, specifically but but yeah, yeah no talking about I mean, headers yeah no you're right no one's really done uh a lot of the like theme builder packs like elegant themes around black friday release theme builder packs but the yeah. downside is they didn't have like page layouts that went with them and so it felt kind of incomplete, in, in my opinion, 
Um, although they were really cool because it was like, here's header, here's footer, here's 404, here's archive, here's this. They just didn't have like the full pages. And I felt like that would really have completed it. But One. so just like in the beginning, though, whenever like child themes, it was like right. all of a sudden people started doing child themes. And then this turned into a biz. I mean, very viable businesses for people de right. designing and selling child themes. Then there were just individual page layouts. Once we got the Jason kind of import export thing. So people were selling just layout packs of just pages, right. not a whole theme. And to me, I think this is just the next step in the evolution of all of this, that you could sell those theme builder things. I mean, heck, make some really nice ones that are the archive pages, a yeah. blog post layout, all that stuff. Like yeah. I have gone online and searched for that because I didn't want to do here, it for a site, you know? Let me help you quit searching. <laughs> Go sign up for WP Layouts. It's free. And inside of do I not, WP I Layouts, do we inside of WP Layouts we have custom designed 404 pages, under construction pages, content archive pages. There are lots of layouts that we've actually already built and have been in WP Layouts for a while. So you can. What is use the website? WP Layouts. Dot space. Dot space. Oh, yeah, you should specify that because I just ended up on somebody else's website. <laughs> that's mine. I bought, hey, well, that's I okay. bought the dot yeah, com. Mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's some crazy. You know, I've never uh, been to this website before. WP Me neither. You never pitched this one. I didn't even know this was. I didn't well, know this was a thing. Look, let me tell you a little bit about it. This, the way that you migrate <laughs> WordPress content, was a pain in the ever-living butt. I know this is Divi Chat, but WP Layouts works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, Divi, and Gutenberg, and it migrates post pages and all of the content in WordPress with the click of a button. And we've designed um, custom layouts for, you know, 404 pages, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about that you can use in the Divi theme builder as well. It's one of the things that my staff listed on here. Hey, tell them about WP layouts and you know, <laughs> have all this stuff. And I'm, I'm not the total pitcher when I'm in here. You know what I mean? I mean, I just don't. Well, listen, my... this is Divi chat, but we're not haters of the others. Yeah. That's okay. No. So, you know, WP layouts is a really, really, really cool thing. And, and it basically does seem cool. Decided, How, I can't believe you've never mentioned it. We, we've decided because of, because <laughs> so of unlike our, David. <laughs> because of our work. <laughs> WP Layouts is going to be going live tomorrow. I guarantee you. It's, it's, it's free. We've left the pro version free. We put it out in beta at the end of last year, and we just had so much on our plate that I made a decision to give away the entire pro version for free. So it's it's really awesome. Uh, you nice. should check WP Layouts out. It's I'm on cool. it. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. So apparently uh, um, all of that, your camera loving your microphone, Tim, it's totally true because uh, Jake on Facebook has just said that Tim's mic sounds so good. So maybe your camera's onto something. Why. Your camera knows that your microphone is just amazing and it needs the focus. That's what it is. He wasn't being sarcastic, right? Like it does. Sound I don't think cause, so. Because Stephanie mentioned that it was crackling at the beginning. So it was, but you fixed it. <laughs> okay, good. I'll take it. <laughs> My camera's failing me. At least the microphone is. Pulling it's through. not yeah. failing you. Wait, did I just see Corey Jenkins is in the house? 
Yes. Yeah, oh my goodness. On the YouTube chat. That's so do we have any more things for the Divi theme builder? Because we're coming to the end of our time. I'm out of things. So let me take a look here. Let me take a look. Well, we yeah. mentioned, go ahead, Tim. Um, I was going to say it's, I think it's worth exploring and playing around with the trifecta of theme builder, um, dynamic content and uh advanced custom fields because you can do mm. a lot for creating really cool custom layouts because advanced custom fields basically it becomes a way to pull in data from a specific post type um and yeah and, and actually it elegant certainly themes has would a, be good for clients who have no technical skill right because well, they can just click and they can that's add. the nice thing about advanced custom fields is on the back end it's a field that it's you fill field. in. Exactly. It's not like with Divi where you would have to go and maybe put it in different. Yeah. Which is an it interesting one, right? Because I've had a lot of clients come to me from agencies who have created them fully custom websites and all they have is the fields, right? So they've used custom fields. So all they have is these fields. And then they're like, but I just wanted to add like this one extra thing and they can't. What this does is it kind of does the double thing. It does what the agencies were doing, which was made it super simple for the clients. But if they do want to change something in the future, it's not like you have to dig into the PHP to fix it. Like when clients come to me like that, I'm like, sorry, I'm the wrong person for the job. Whereas this is a way that, you know, it can be evolving without huge amounts of technical skill. Exactly. And if you want to see what I'm talking about with advanced custom fields and the, the theme builder dynamic content, if you go to elegantthemes.com and, and type in the search field um, theme builder, you'll find different examples. One I'm drawing attention to specifically is one from December 25th, 2019, uh, how to create a dynamic job opening post template with Divi's theme builder and ACF. And so you can kind of see um, how that works and how powerful it is. So there's a tutorial already done uh, and you can dive right in. And you don't have to create a job opening post template. You can take those same concepts and apply it to any custom post type or, or anything you want. Awesome. Can I just say it's so annoying to find the blog on Elegant I know, Games. I hate that it's no longer in the main navigation. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. that page yeah. is so long. Yeah. I usually type it into the URL bar, elegantthemes.com slash blog. Slash blog. What was the thing you said now? I just got to the blog. <laughs> you, uh, you, you type in theme builder. What do builder. I search for? Oh, just theme builder. Okay. Yeah, theme builder. And you'll find all the articles uh, that reference the theme builder. But the one I wanted to talk about specifically is second row, first column, um, bright orange and How yellow. The dynamic job opening post. Okay. We'll exactly. put this in the show notes. We'll put a link to their blog in our show notes so you can find it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Exactly. We'll mark yeah. It. That's how you get to the Elegant Themes blog. You go to divi.chat and then <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll put it in our main nav, the Elegant Themes blog. Hey, we solve problems around here. Well, this is well, super duper helpful. Hopefully. Has it? I hope so. I, think so. <laughs> I learned a thing or two. I did yeah. too. There's yeah. a lot of things. I need to play with Woo. That's what and, I need to play And apparently with. we're getting some requests about advanced custom fields and uh, custom post okay. types. Ooh. That sounds good. Yay. I don't new know topics. much about that. I know. <laughs> yeah, guys, we need, we would love to have some topic suggestions. Please yeah. do so. Please send us a, you know, 
put it on the Facebook page, send us an email, Boom. mail us a letter, whatever. And if you happen to have found us on Facebook today, um, we have just gone live on Facebook for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but for first time in a while. The, the beginning while. of probably more regularly. Um, if you are enjoying watching it live, when it does go live, just remember that it's live on YouTube and that's where the majority of the chat happens. So there's quite a lot of people that chat during Divi Chat, which you may not have known about. You may just think it's just us talking, but there's a bunch of people over in the YouTube um, chat group and they're very chatty with each other and it's fabulous so if you're watching and you're thinking oh I'd like to be a part of it um, who knows maybe the Facebook chat will start blowing up but at the moment the the main chat come over to YouTube well I think the oh, good news point. is is that we have the ability with the restream and the way that we're doing this with zoom now is once we it, Tim and I will make sure that we have it figured out before <laughs> next week but we'll have access to the actual, all of the chat feeds in one place, YouTube oh. and Facebook, which is really Will nice. everyone else have so access to? Like we will, will, but they won't. Yeah, well, well, we will, well, they will see wherever they're watching. So if somebody's they'll watching They'll see all YouTube, of the chat? No, they'll see their YouTube. So we will be able, I'm talking for us, Sarah. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> so talking for the people watching. And I'm saying for the people yeah. watching, <laughs> well. just turn off. I'm talking for the people watching and I'm saying it's really fun and interactive on YouTube chat. So come over to the YouTube chat because that's where it people is. are talking to I each agree. other. And yeah. it's not really about us talking to you guys, but you guys participating. We will watch both of them and we will bring in the stuff that you're talking about into through the chat yeah. we would like it to be more interactive but these guys they just go off and have their own little chat like what we're you're talking right. so you're you know right. I if you want to be a saying. part of that you're totally yep. right speaking YouTube of the youtube chat to be you know what it's time for pablo we're already doing pretty oh, good he's been on to he's it already. already done it time he's to smash it i know we're just keeping it going <laughs> yeah we have time to smash it you guys 21 people watching live i know who didn't like i just want i want y'all to know <laughs> that my chicken pot pie is officially cold give <laughs> <laughs> it in the pot pies <laughs> yeah come and on also, this isn't chicken pot pie chat it's divvy chat uh, exactly <laughs> So you guys, right, thanks well, so much for being here. And don't forget to, again, send us uh, some topic ideas, no matter how crazy they seem. You know, if we don't like them, we won't do them, but we might, you never know. Yeah, and hopefully then try also, to stick to like Divi, WordPress, web design topics, not don't go off into like, you know, politics or stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, we can't solve the coronavirus, so just don't even bother. But also go to, um, oh shoot, I just had it up and I lost it rate this podcast.com rate this podcast.com slash divi chat and leave us a review we'll give you a little shout out on the show awesome all right Thanks, we'll everybody. see everybody next week bye Take care. bye bye